Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, April 7th, 2021, a commentary on verses 3 and 4 from Surah Al-Baqarah. The passage reads, Alif Lam Mim, this is the book in which there is no doubt, a guidance for the reverent, that's verses 1 and 2. Then verse 3 reads, who believe in the unseen and perform the prayer and spend from that which we have provided them verse 4 and who believe in what was sent down unto thee and what was sent down before thee and who are certain of the hereafter Bismillahirrahmanirrahim alif lam mim dhalika alkitab la rayb فيه هدى للمتقين الذين يؤمنون بالغيب ويقيمون الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون والذين يؤمنون بما أنزل إليك وما أنزل من قبلك وبالآخرتهم يوقنون The Zakat of the Soul we said previously that the second pillar of Islam is prayer. How do I observe prayer so that it becomes a book and light and a rope lowered from heaven to earth? Reflect on when and where prayer was instituted. It was at the lot tree of the furthest boundary, the Sidratul Muntaha, when the Prophet ﷺ ascended there. Every obligation was instituted on earth except for prayer, which was instituted in heaven. First it was 50 prayers until the Prophet ﷺ brought them down to five that are worth 50. You ascend through prayer until it becomes light and a book and a rope lowered from heaven to earth. Then the third pillar is zakat of which God says, So do not claim purity for yourselves. La tuzakku anfusakum. Zakat means alms tax, as well as purification. And God says in the verse, Have you not regarded those who deem themselves pure? Nay, God purifies whom he will. There is zakat on property, and zakat on the soul material zakat and spiritual zakat. Material zakat is based on God's laws and the ownership of the minimum amount on which it is due. Spiritual zakat also has its minimum value, which is the soul at peace, al-nafsul mutma'inna, the one that returns to its Lord well-pleased and well-pleasing, radiyatan mardiyah. This is to the exclusion of the evil-enjoining soul, the reproachful soul, and the inspired soul, the Ammara, Lawama, and Mulhama, which are not yet ready to return to their Lord. God purifies whom he will. How does God purify our souls so that they become at peace, well-pleased and well-pleasing, and return to their Lord? He does it when they are made tranquil by the observance of prayer and remember God standing and sitting and upon their sides 
and know that prayer is a book prescribed at fixed times and hold to it with their entire being. It is then that they become at peace and utter, as our master Abraham did, truly I have turned my face to him. To approach God is to go to him with your inner being and outer being. Your outer being brings you to the opening of your inner being, of your inner sight. And your inner being brings you to him who originated the heavens and the earth. God purifies whom he will. As per the verse, we must return to the name Allah, Allahu Yuzaki, the name that never parts from the one it names, who purifies our souls and makes them at peace in him. Remember God until certitude comes to you. The remembrance of God is greater. It is then that you grasp the true meaning of this tazkiyah, this purification. Hence the verse, they spend of what we have provided them. First, you purify by spending. As per the verse, truly God has purchased from the believers their lives and their possessions in Note exchange God for has the God purchased from the believers, the mu'minun, not the Muslims, their souls. For they are at peace in God and have returned to him, and he has accepted them and is pleased with them. And he has also purchased their possessions, which is the second purification. Note that he speaks of their lives before their possessions. Material zakat is second, spiritual zakat first. But you cannot purify yourself on your own. You must hold to observing this link with God in the hope that He will purify you and accept your possessions from you in exchange for the garden of gnosis, nearness, and certainty. To believe in what God has sent down. Let's turn to the verse. And who believe in what has been sent down to you. To believe in a person and also in what has been sent down to him is the highest level. Quraysh believed the Prophet ﷺ and knew him as Al-Amin, the trusted one. But they did not believe in what was sent down to him from God. Now it is God who says in the verse, He it is who blesses you, as do his angels, that he may bring you out of darkness into light. And God says, Allahu nuru samawati wal ard, God is the light of the heavens and the earth. And it is the Prophet who says, Faith is light, and prayer is light, and fasting is brightness. We are not saying anything that we ourselves are inventing. It is all from God. Yet most people call me an unbeliever, a sorcerer, a heretic, and so on. They disbelieve in what God sent down. Sent down not to me personally, but to us all. For he always says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you who believe, speaking to us all. If you sit with yourself for a while, and God opens your insight, 
for only he can open or close it. You will see wonders. Does God, who originated the heavens and the earth, not have the power to show you something of the beauty of his nearness? Sayyiduna Musa والسلام, remained on Mount Sinai awaiting the call from God until God showed him his beauty and he fell down unconscious before it. Your Creator is well able to show you something of his beauty and his light. Some say that Satan shows the disciples these things as if he has the power to do it but not God or as if they had done something to deserve Satan's deception. What have they done? Sat with ablution, which is the believer's weapon, as the Prophet ﷺ said, and asked God's forgiveness a hundred times, blessed his Prophet ﷺ one hundred times, declared his oneness one hundred times, and in return for their sincere intentions and the faith in their hearts, God exalted allowed them to see something of his light. Yet you say it is the work of Satan and accuse them of unbelief. Although when our master Ibrahim saw a star and called it his Lord, God did not accuse him of as much. Instead, he showed him more and more of his light until he grasped the true meaning of Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, I bear witness that there is no God but God. Is Satan really that powerful? Iblis who flees when he hears invocation and the call to prayer? The Prophet ﷺ says that angels surround gatherings of dhikr, of remembrance. Satan cannot remain in the company of the folk of remembrance for a moment, let alone sit with them at length and show them visions. If Satan were able to remain in the company of the folk of remembrance, perhaps he would have fallen down prostrate before God when he told him to. Dhikr, remembrance, disturbs Satan just as the touch of Satan disturbs heedless people. Allahu nuru samawati wal ard. God is the light of the heavens and the earth. Do you mean to put Satan in that place instead of God? For that is what you are doing without realizing it. God says, Allahu amanu. God is the friend, or the protector, the guardian of those who believe. He brings them out of manifold darkness into light. As for those who disbelieve, their protectors are false deities that bring them out of the light into manifold darkness. Yet you say that Satan shows them light. You reverse the meaning of the verse in your attempt to inveigh against me on behalf of your demonic companion, your Qareen, or to make jokes about me as if this were conduct befitting a Muslim. Is this how the scholars of Islam taught you to behave? I doubt it. In reality, all this is from the depravities of the soul. I advise you to return to the book of God and study what he says in it, for he has made it easy for all people to read. Return to it while you have time, before God discloses himself to the people of light with his light. For I fear 
he may disclose himself to the people of darkness with his darkness. Belief in God's books. The next pillar of faith is belief in God's books, his kutub. These include the ones we know, the Quran, the Gospel, the Torah, and so on, as well as the ones we know not, which God sent down to the prophets and messengers. The Prophet ﷺ gathered them all in the Qur'an, for he was given the all-encompassing utterances, the jawami'ul kalim, or the all-inclusive speech. This is why you are still able to read the previous books in the Qur'an itself, even after what remains of them outside of it has been corrupted. God collected all of his words and gave them to the Prophet ﷺ, and now they are there before you to read and be guided to his light. God guides to his light whom he will. Now the verse reads, And who believe in what has been sent down to you and what was sent down before you. For all that was sent down before you, O Prophet wasallam, is included in what has been sent down to you. Then the verse reads, And who are certain of the hereafter. For you cannot know what will come in the future unless you know what came in the past. If you deny your past, you deny your future. If you know of Adam and the names that God sent down to him, and the prophets and messengers and their presences, you will be aware that there is a future and a hereafter to come, that there is something awaiting you. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad, kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim, wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad, kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim, fil alamina innaka hamidun majid.